Today on Ovias and Julio, we've got ACC Week 3 premature evaluations. The Carolina Panthers are dealing with some injury woes, but if they're going to beat the Saints on Monday night, it's all about execution. Lauren Brownlow, that Brownlow lady, is going to drop by to talk about some college football and the Carolina Panthers. Speaking of which, you got plans on Sunday to watch the game or any other games? Drop on by Graffiti in downtown Cary. Yes, you know Graffiti for their amazing cocktails. They've got axe throwing. But on Sundays, they put all those TVs to use so you can watch all the football. And they've got bourbon specials to go along with it. And I'm not kidding about these specials. You're thinking, oh, well, what can I really get Eagle Rare for? Check out the Instagram page. You'll be surprised at some of those incredible bourbon specials they're going to have on Sunday throughout the football season. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Let's podcast alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius inside the Euford Studios, downtown Raleigh, thanks to Empire Properties. And thanks to Copiers Plus for being the presenting sponsor for Ovius and Giglio. Check them out online at copiers-plus.com. We've been using the Kyocera printer that I've had in the home office for a while now. Got to print things off. Um, The power of attorney for Giglio. Got to scan things, send it back to Giglio. Little small business. I mean, for what we need, they have exactly tailored for us. What do you need? Well, contact copiers-plus.com. Get that consultation. They're local. They're here. That's what's big about the podcast. People we talk to, the people that sponsor us, they are here. These are local companies that you can support. Like our neighbors. We might need them to print out some yes. Finnish curse words for me. I'm very interested in this. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in housekeeping. Is that housekeeping? Okay. That, that's that's some housekeeping topics, which we'll, uh, we'll get to in a little bit but football's back it's thursday i don't know so much about the thursday night college football games but we do have nfl action so let's go ahead and give you some premature evaluations all right let's start local nc state vmi joe this is a game that has not been played in 77 years The first meeting between the Wolfpack and VMI was in 1895. So there's blood feud here. (laughs) Now, who am I kidding? Uh, Let's 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 disregard all the history that's related to this. And let's get down to what people are really going to be looking for in this game at Carter Finley Stadium. What's the offense going to do to get going? Uh, I suspect people will be frustrated after watching this game. (laughs) The, The conditions will likely be perfect. The offense will look really good. The defense Uh, won't have any busts and uh everyone will be like, well, why didn't you do that last week? I said 77 years since VMI and NC State plays. I think state fans are acting like it's been 77 years since they've had a functional offense. Has it been that long? long? No, I thought thought the offense was better against Notre Dame. The conditions really were terrible. They sucked. So again, I talked about this on the law of the wolf with James Henderson from inside pack sports. Mm Mm-hmm there is a tendency to overreact when we see a performance like that. And as he said, maybe we just fast forward to after they beat VMI, then after they go to Virginia and beat Virginia and then start all the cycle all over again before they play Louisville in that big Friday night game at Carter Finley stadium at the end of the month. We have, uh, I don't know if it was planned this way. It's kind of like in the NFL when the divisions all play each other. We have like a mini ACC Big Ten challenge. Okay. This week, we got Virginia, Maryland on Friday night. It's like all undercard stuff, too. It's really, yeah. These are not... (laughs) Other than Carolina, who I do think is one of the three best teams in the ACC. So it's Virginia, Maryland. 
Shout out to the Terps. Then we got Louisville, Indiana, which, by the way, Indiana just bought the rest of their games out with Louisville. Of, of the of the matchups, I know our guy Mark Ennis out in Louisville is like, so why are we even doing this game? They've bought out every other game uh, against Louisville. Syracuse, Purdue. And then we got locally Duke and Northwestern, and which we'll get to in a second. And then obviously North Carolina, Minnesota on Saturday at Keenan. North Carolina, to me, on paper, this is a game they should win Minnesota. Uh, has done a good job limiting the opposition. However, look say, at their a, opposition. But this it's is been a little. Nebra- it's been Nebraska, Matt Rule. It's Eastern Michigan. After that, like, what are we gonna? What are we doing here? We've seen North Carolina in the last twenty years, basically <laughs> since Mac Brown 1.0, mm-hmm. struggle to stop the run. Obviously, Minnesota, a Big Ten, you know, hoorah, hoorah, high, whatever their little cheer is up in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole cheer, man. Come on. <laughs> they have a great, they, look, do have, just, they do have a great uh, fight song. Uh, um, right. I'll look it up for you in between breaks here, but Minnesota is going to try to run the football the same exact way that app state did. I, I think that obviously they have a better offensive line than app state. Minnesota is one of those teams. You say this is an ACC big 10 challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a classic big 10 team who I think isn't very good when they play against other leagues. So we'll see that. And I'm counting on Carolina. I'm counting on Drake May to come out and show us, hey, over here, yeah, over here, I, I'm the best quarterback in the country. We haven't seen that yet. Well, I don't think Drake we've, May. I don't think we've, well, there's, there's two things that are going on here. I don't think Chip Lindsey, the offensive coordinator for North Carolina, has really done much to put Drake May in a position, especially in the last game against App well, State. I mean, they went with one in the ball. Right. right. They went with what worked. Was, was moving it. So I don't, I'm not going to fault them for transitioning to, Hey man, if Omari and Hampton's on one, let's just go ahead and ride that. I uh, didn't throw any touchdowns. Drake may didn't throw any touchdowns, but I, I think it's a larger issue for me in North Carolina. And after two weeks, I'd like to see things cleaned up. I don't want to see what we've seen out of North Carolina under Mac Brown the last couple of years. You know what the biggest red flag to me, and what's going to keep these games closer than they should be like what happened against app state. How many drives were extended because of a careless penalty by North Carolina? Mac Brown, you okay there? Watch the microphone. It's, just, it's right, right there in front, front of, of you. It sneaks, sneaks up on you. <laughs> so Mac Brown talked Trying. about it. Mac Brown talked about it this week. It's like these third downs turn into first downs real quick. Fourth downs turn into first downs real quick because they extended plays. Yeah. Uh, so that that to me for North Carolina is the biggest kind of red flag. Stop giving the offense opportunities. Stop shooting yourself in the foot when you're North Carolina. All right, so the other local ACC Big Ten Challenge game, and that is Duke Northwestern. To me, this is a real test of the Elko reboot at Duke in terms of conditioning, in terms of being able to finish games. Man, they had a Monday to Saturday turnaround, and while they kicked Northwestern's ass last year, I think to me this is going to just be where they are conditioning-wise against a Northwestern team they should be. They're better than Northwestern. I was going to say Northwestern is not good. They're not good. Obviously, their coach got fired in the summer, and they, they're they're over here worried about a guy who was not protecting their own players. So, I look, we talked about this with Aaron Rodgers. I believe in karma. I believe in Northwestern being a, quite frankly, <laughs> premature right there. <laughs> it's a premature evaluation. It happens to the best of us. Just saying. Do you want to complete your thought? I, I believe in Northwestern being a three-win disaster, total cluster jam of a team this year. All right. Now, okay. Now we're going. 
Florida State, Boston College. This is the red bandana game, but Vegas doesn't necessarily care about that. Last time I checked, it, the, the spread was 20 and a half. Money is moving towards Boston College. It's now at 26. Okay. For that exact reason, Florida State has looked like the hot, hottest of hot shit on the planet in their first couple of games. So everyone is on their nuts, obviously. And Boston College has not looked no, good man. against Nor- losing in overtime to Northern Illinois yeah, and then struggling with Holy Cross. However, mm-hmm. I believe in Jeff Hathley. I believe in the, the emotion of this game. Wells Crowther, the legacy that he left at Boston College from 9-11. This is a game every year that they celebrate. This is a game every year that they get up for. I'm not saying Boston College is going to win this game, but I'm damn sure that Jeff Hathley from Bergen County, New Jersey, who who lost all of the friends that he lost on that day, will yeah. have his team ready to play yeah. in this game. Every time we talk about college football, it's brought to you by Wings Over. Wings Over Raleigh, Wings Over Chapel Hill, Wings Over Greenville. Uh, you got your Pirates. You got that East Pirates big... I'm big Super Bowl energy this week. It, it is it's not an insult. Like I'm so looking forward to this game. That's where I actually wanted to kind of tilt things, get away from the ACC for a second. And we've had the discussion of, you know, why doesn't North Carolina play app state more often? NC state ECU. How exciting was that game? They won with the missed field goal and all that stuff last year. But this is a game. This, this all ties into your, everybody doesn't like each other conference, man. Yeah, the irate Jaleo conference, the petty conference. ECU and App, man, this is good. And I know you've been calling it this week. Uh, while all eyes have been on App State and how competitive they were and how they almost beat North Carolina this weekend, I think after the Michigan game and a, another tough loss, this ECU team is ready, man. They're ready. They got to win. I yeah. think they're going to win on Saturday. I think they go up against a team in Michigan who outclassed them, yeah. right? Particularly on the offensive side of the Plus, football. But that's it was a tough in, environment to start your season with a new quarterback. And it was in memory of Jim Harbaugh. That's right. He, you know, because he, he had to put away. up the four. He, he passed away. At the, and then the opening then the ECU, season. after it's a 10-10 game with, with Marshall, who's really good, by the way. And I think yeah. you'll see that um, come when they get to here to Carter-Finley next month. A talented team, right? So it's 10-10. All of a sudden, the weather hits. Now, all of a sudden, yeah, the second half gets away from them. They lose 31-13. And now, all of a sudden, you're going, oh, man, what, what is ECU going to do? And they're a nine-and-a-half-point dog in this game. Just as I took App State in the 18 points last week against Carolina. Basic, pure principle. Mm-hmm. That team is going to fight in this game. ECU is going to fight in this game. And if, if for no other reason, look at the rest of ECU's schedule. I get it. They have the rest of their conference in front of them. But every year, Terry Holland, rest in peace, man. He did an unbelievable job of setting up their schedules so that there was like one game each year, whether it was State, Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, West Virginia. There was always one game on their schedule that the Pirates could circle and you knew they'd be ready to show up for this year. This schedule, the the, the in-state, the regional foe that they're going to have the most interest in playing is App State. They're going to the Rock. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens on Saturday up in Boone. I, either way, I think it's going to be a great game. Just as we've seen when App plays Carolina, just as we've seen when yep. ECU plays State, these are the types of games we need more of. I think I'm going to go lemon pepper, the hot lemon pepper again, over at Wings Over. Uh, 919 Vice podcast today, the recording that we're doing today is about pumpkin beers. So I went over to Peace Street Market on my way back home last night after recording uh, a podcast. The old, uh, the old seven even. Yeah. So I did an OG overtime, which we'll talk about in a sec. And some other things that we've been doing this week in housekeeping. 
So I went over to the Peach Street Market to go get some pumpkin beers. I, I bought the Atomic Pumpkin from New Belgium. It's a spicy pumpkin beer. I why want you to you, try this. Why I want would you to try do that to yourself? I want you to wreck why? your palate like me. Just saying. So long story short, oh God, I don't like I would, pumpkin. As I was Other than walking, that, I can't wait. I, I was walking down the aisle. What did I see in the corner of my eye? Groove wagon. So I picked up perfect. Picked up a couple four At packs. At the seven even? Got the seven even. Oh, yeah. It's right there. All right. So, let's hit all of our sponsors here because <laughs> wingsover.com, they, they present all of our college football coverage. Yes. Right? Wingsover in Raleigh, right there on Hillsborough Street, right across from University Towers. Mm-hmm. He has parking. Ryan has parking. All you got to do is go to wingsover.com. Place your order. And this is not, you're, you're not going to some chain restaurant here where they're like, hey, here, I've got meatloaf. I've got nachos. Wings, I've got salmon. It's wings. No, sir. No, sir. You could, you could write the menu on your hand. He's got wings. He's got tenders. He's got tots. He's got waffle fries. Get your food. Order it online. Go park. Free parking. Easy parking. Can't have football without wings. I don't know what you people are doing, but you're doing it wrong if you tailgate without wings. And then go drop by, get some uh, fence hopping. And then <laughs> if you need to just chill, chill while you're after wings. too much coffee, you just need a little chill. Yeah. Uh, Magnifico is mine. That's, See, I'm the I'm the the hop shandy guy. I like the Magnifico. You just kind of you just drink one, and you're just like, oh, there's, there's the Magnifico right. You're there. like, oh, and then the next morning you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like. <laughs> A bag of 48-year-old hangovers. I just feel I feel fresh. I feel ready to go. Yeah. Tell me about it. So yeah, I was up here. I was up here last night recording an interview with Ben Thompson, uh Stratechery. He's the author of that newsletter that I've been a subscriber to since 2016. Ben is all about the melding of like this was a nerd moment for me. I was gonna say it's that, funny. Was, that was that was quite a flex by you. I've been a member since 2016. That was like, I was listening to Metallica in 78 I when they were playing no out Joe. of the garage. No, Joe. I was in Greensboro for the first season oh, of the Carolina Hurricanes. That's the always flex. the right analysis. That's yeah. always <laughs> the flex, man. So so we did we did two things yesterday. Sebastian Ajo finally walked down the street to my house so we could do an interview. And then after that, we got done with that, brought the equipment back up to the studio. Did we have an interview or were we playing Mjolki? My championship Mjolki skills. Yeah. So close. Yeah, so, so far. So our, our neighbor is Rick and Sabrina. We went to Beefmaster earlier this year uh, to celebrate some birthdays. And Rick found this yard game called, we called it Mulky. Because why not? But finish vowels, man. They're wild. I'm still not doing it justice. No, we're not. We're not. So we thought, I'm thinking, oh, come on. That's probably the hook. Like The card does say the, the world's most popular outdoor game. I've never <laughs> heard of this game. Cornhole? You mean cornhole? <laughs> So there's a cornhole element to it. Yeah. There's like bowling a element bocce, to it. Yeah. Bocce element to Finish it. Finish bocce. So when we presented this to, to Aho, he was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, so this is a I real thing. At the summer house. <laughs> right. That's exactly. He's like, yeah, I'll play it. I'm like, I haven't seen you in the front yard. He's like, no, I'm back in Finland. I'm like, oh, that's right. So we're going to give you that interview next week. Though it's, You thought I was going to win. Right? I, I thought I was going to win. You thought you were going to win. It was 19 to 2. I mean, but. I, I, spoiler. <laughs> Come on, man. Continuing in a series of Jillio can't beat professional athletes in other games. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. (laughs) A grand tradition. But what's funny is like, yeah, we got Ajo coming to the house. No big deal. Um, We're going to have a conversation with him. I was actually uh, more nervous to talk to Ben Thompson because I don't want to sound like an idiot talking about the future of cable and sports and everything else. So I'm going to give you an OG overtime tomorrow. Uh, It's a good 30-minute conversation with Ben about where things are with cable, sports, and where things are going. Spoiler. Speaking of spoilers, it's going to get more expensive 
Mm-hmm. It's going to get way more expensive. I went to the grocery store yesterday. It can't be more expensive than that. What did you buy? Eggs? <laughs> Not even. Everything now. <laughs> like they just popped everything. Jeez. I think I might start, start getting back on my college ramen groove. What, 10 for 10 bucks, right? <sighs> I don't, they might have jacked those up. Too. Maybe, maybe it's 10 for $2 now. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the case. Uh, speaking of money, look, I think we all understand that you don't want to leave any money on the table uh, when it comes to your sports memorabilia, right? You don't want to be sitting on a card you think is worth something and somebody's, oh, no, I'll give you X for it. You don't always be wary of that. Be wary of that, man. <laughs> so what do you need to do? You need to head on over to Oak City Sports Cards. Check them out downtown Raleigh. Get your memorabilia graded. Get those cards graded. And then after you're that doing that, go buy some packs because we got we got card season here, right? We do. We do. I'm going to get a little wistful here since we, we are always fully transparent on this ah, program. Yes. yes. Weston and Katie Spees, they have been unbelievable to us. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of big things coming up. Um, with their business. It's not only just cards. They're going to start doing card shows That's awesome. that they've started. So they're expanding. And part of that expansion is also they've, they've made a deal with the Carolina hurricanes. Oh, that's great. Which is awesome. Cause they're going to, they're really going to blow up and, and, and go big time. Part of that though, is them saying to me, Hey, so the deal with the canes is kind of our advertising budget. I so totally get it. I really just want to take this minute to thank them mm. because <laughs> We we got thrown in the ocean on a, on a Wednesday, and the first person I went to was Weston, and the first person, the, se- the second person to actually help, the first two people were Hayes Lancaster and Weston Space. Those two people were there for us on day one, and I appreciate them more than they'll ever really know. And so you, next week you're not going to hear any more Oak City Sports Cards ads. Just want everyone to understand that nothing bad happened. They've left. They've left the nest. They've they've grown up. They've made some. They've made some big time moves. Yeah, it's awesome. But I would still encourage you because that Victor Wembanyama card is going to be the hotness. Yeah. So get down there and seriously with those the football cards too. Those rookie quarterbacks, the value right now is here. You have to get them here now because otherwise you won't get them in five to ten years. And seriously, just go get that. Go get the Bryce Young, get the Anthony Richardson, get the CJ Stroud, get then get Weston to grade it because mm. you'll you'll have a better chance early to get a nine or a ten grade. Put it away is what I did with my cards, my the second round of cards that I had when James was born, mm-hmm. and that's when I went back to Weston. Those cards got them graded, got the great value for them. So. Love uh, Weston, love Katie. Wish them all the best of luck in, in their new ventures and can't thank them enough for supporting us when we really needed them. Speaking of people there from the jump, Hayes, over at Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. Check them out online at bugsbite.com. We put them to the test yesterday in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Mosquitoes, fine. What I was not accounting for was uh, bees, carpenter bees that had decided to kind of hang out under my patio table. They did not like the fact that I disturbed their area, so they we had to move our setup over to the fire pit area, which honestly, I think the bees were giving us a suggestion for the, the, the tiki torches, man. You can't beat that. My little Santa hut in the back. Can't beat that, man. Yeah. Zip, I didn't get Aho on the zip line. My guess is that the hurricanes would not, <laughs> not like not that. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to keep mosquitoes at bay, contact Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. They're still active, folks. Yes. And go to bugsbite.com. You'll see all kinds of great coupons there because Hayes doesn't believe in contracts either. So what he does is he gives you all kinds of deals. All you got to do is go to bugsbite.com, punch in your zip code, and you'll see the different kind of deals that he has for you. Take care of all of the pests and bugs and mice and everything else 
around your house. All right, to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're playing Monday night against the Saints. We're going to have OGP tonight. There's a doubleheader on Monday night. Yes. And we're going to be at Oakwood Pizza Box hanging out uh, with listeners who have reached out, wanted to be a part of it. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, Frank Reich met with the media this week. Uh, yeah, more injuries. Up yeah, this is, yeah, that's the thing. So let's actually... This is the one area where they really, really, really couldn't afford injuries. Let's actually start there. Uh, J.C. Horn... Jeremy Fowler, ESPN reporting is going to be multiple weeks. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're counting on J.C. Horn being on the field, you're you're doing something wrong. Here's, and that's Frank, fine. here's Frank Reich on that. You know, we're still kind of working through that. Um, you know, he's working through getting other opinions and just seeing the full extent of it. It is a serious hamstring injury that's going to, you know, he's going to be out for a while for an extended period of time. But um, I still don't have enough information to kind of give a, a definitive statement on exactly what's going to be the course of action with him. Hopefully we get that answer in the next day or two. So Horn had season ending foot surgery, his rookie year, and he only played three games. And then he missed the last four games this past season with a wrist fracture. And then now we got the hammy, but like you said, injuries are popping up. It's Chandler Zavala time for real, for real, because Brady Christensen is out. You still have Austin Corbett on the IR. That takes him out of the first four weeks of the season. Zavala, yeah, I, I went back and I watched some of the Panthers game because uh, I, I spent a good chunk of Sunday running around doing hockey dad stuff. So I took some time this week to watch, you know, a condensed version of the game. And all indications are that Zavala, who people had some questions about in the preseason, looked all right. You know, the, the thing about the Panthers and the game against Atlanta as we get further away from it, I it was an execution issue, okay? And I understand what we do in the NFL is we overreact to the first thing we see and we try to set the table going forward. There's only one thing that happened this past week in the NFL that you can say definitively has screwed a team, and that's the New York Jets. Everything else is, hey, man, let's see where this plays out. Because as much as we've been freaking out about Bryce Young and whether or not, oh, man, was he too short this week? That kind of stuff. 14 starting quarterbacks did not reach 200 yards passing in week one. 14. And these Including are... Including Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow had a career low 82 yards uh, against... Man, you're the, just picking on my fantasy team, man. I'm sorry about that, man. I don't like that, sir. No, but, it, but it's, a lar- <laughs> it's a larger point. It's a larger point to be made about quarterbacks this week. Oh, I thought, names, I thought the offenses were terrible this awful week. Awful this week. Yeah. Awful. Across the board. So now do I expect even, that even to Dallas continue? scored 40 points and their offense didn't score any of it? Really? No, yeah. Dak Prescott was one of those quarterbacks <laughs> that had <laughs> big zeros, right? <laughs> so I'm not, it's it, sometimes it's, it's important to, yes, you're, you're involved with what your team is doing. You are only interested in how they yeah. can get better, but sometimes you have to take a, take a step back and look at how things played out in totality. And to your point, week one was a shitty opening for offenses across the league I, i've been doing for nc state on law of the wolf i've been doing good bad and uh-oh okay yeah. and, and we could go through the same thing with the panthers the uh-oh is the injuries to the offensive line yes. you're, you're now down two starters that you were counting on this year and quite frankly the way that the salary cap works the way that depth works you don't have guys that you can just grab off the street right like when you say that the jets are the only ones really in a foobar situation I think the Panthers are teetering there because of the injuries up front. When Fair. does Austin Corbett come back? Now you're losing Brady Christensen. You're losing guys that 
it's like the the Canes last year losing Max Pacioretty and mm-hmm. and then losing Svetch. Obviously, they're bigger stars than than the offensive linemen. But you and I both know you can't do anything if you can't protect. Yeah. And I look at the Panthers situation and I go, it's I'm not ready to throw the whole season away for sure. But it's like there is an uh oh element to this. This isn't like oh you had a bust on the defensive line or or Jesse Bates makes an unbelievable play on Miles Sanders. Right. You're mm-hmm. going, oh, that's bad, but. It's not the end of the world. A guy made you tip your hat. The guy made a great play, right? This is more of a, how do you try to solve this problem on the fly? It's really hard to do. Frank Reich uh, addressed the media. He was asked about Monday night football and Bryce Young's development and big stage. What I find funny about this kind of stuff is like, we, we kind of, I get that in NFL circles, you think, oh man, this is a whole nother level. Like, let's not, let's not act like Bryce Young hasn't been in some big freaking primetime yeah. games at Alabama and Monday night football, while it still holds a special place in the heart of olds like us. Like I remember when my dad took me to a Dolphins Raiders mm-hmm. Monday night football game at Joe Robbie's it, it was the biggest freaking thing. That was the marquee game. But as things have shifted, it's Sunday night football on NBC that highlights the big night, the big marquee matchup. Reich was asked about how Bryce Young's going to handle that, and he, I thought he answered it well. Uh, yeah, I am aware of the PAs. Oh, wait, no, no, wrong sound clip. Let me give you the right one. With Bryce, it's just going to be, you know, every every step for him is a, is a new step in the NFL, but at the same time, he's played on a big stage his whole life. So, um, you know, enjoy the moment. Um, Monday, the biggest piece of advice you give to the rookies is that when you play on Monday night, it's a long wait until Monday night. So don't get too amped up too early. Just be patient. Um, and, you know, because it, it's a long wait. And, yeah, I mean, my first NFL start was on a Monday night. Um, so still very good memories of Monday night football for me personally. Um, so, yeah, always, always enjoy Monday night. That's one of the reasons why. I think the game that Reich is referencing is, what, 89? Is that his first year? When he, oh, he's older than that. Is it older than that? The, the comeback against oh, the Miami at Maryland was like 86. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and double check. He's old. He's man. a lifer, man. He's a lifer. <laughs> he's 62. I totally get that. Well, speaking of you know being old, he's only focused on one thing and one thing only. He was asked a question about the turf. Remember, the Bank of oh, America Stadium yeah. used to be grass. Right. He switched it over to synthetic. They'll put grass down again, I guess, for certain events, like what's happening with the World Cup. Uh, or there's a big debate as to whether or not they'll do it for Messi when they come to town and play uh, Carolina FC. But in typical coach fashion, he's really not paying that much attention to it. Uh, yeah, I am aware of the PA's, you know, of the PA statement. As I certainly am aware of this situation, the discussion, the ongoing, it's an ongoing discussion. Um, you know, for me personally, I'd refer to the PA, you know, to the PA, to Bruce and to Lane. Um, honestly, my energy is focused on the Saints. Um, I am aware of the issue and and kind of under and have some understanding of the questions that are being asked. So this topic uh, was brought up by Jonathan Jones. Uh, he released a new piece on CBSSports.com getting into the nuances of this field, sure. actual grass field versus turf. And we know Aaron Rodgers prefers the grass. I think we all understand that mm-hmm. on multiple levels. Sure. Multiple levels. But Jonathan does a good, makes some good points about, yeah, it's not as simple because there are certain places where you cannot grow grass consistently, right? We live in an area where grass is a pain in the ass to maintain because it's one of those weird transition zones. I know this because you saw my yard yesterday. It's freaking it scorched. Yeah, but is it a pain in the ass or is it just costly? Well, remember we're talking about the NFL here. Okay. This isn't you and me. 
trying to scrounge two nickels together to pay for a lawn service, dude. <laughs> You're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry. You're talking about the only thing propping up the television industry right now. Yeah. So don't tell me they don't have money to go get some you know, fescue seed and make this here's freaking the thing. work. Remember the Super Bowl? I remember the, with the trays. Yes. Remember the Super Bowl and they made this big deal and the features of this specially made grass to be able to grow and patch it in. And how'd that field hold up? It was trash. Right. People were slipping and sliding. It was trash. So it, I, it's not as simple. I agree fundamentally with you. Cost should not be a concern for a league that makes the billions that they make. And you should put player safety above all else. And if you are in an environment where you can grow grass consistently, and actually have good turf, well, then you should do it. But Jonathan, I'm simply pointing out that Jonathan has brought up some good counterpoints in that, hey, man, here's this big, you know, grass science that everybody was freaking out about. And the grass ended up being bad and was worse for the players. Certainly, there's enough indoor facilities now, too, that it, it, it's going to be difficult to get all 32 to grow grass. This is I get all that. Um, at the, the stat boy in me, the PTI in me right now. We were both right about Frank Reich. Okay. 89 was his first start. Got it. Because remember, he, Jim Kelly was in front of him. Mm-hmm. 89 was his first start, but 85 was actually his first year in the league. Okay. So he, he went four full years without starting a football game in the NFL. Like how it used to be. And like to, to our point, <laughs> Frank Reich was a perfectly acceptable backup. Yeah. And that was a guy when he came in, you need him? Okay. He, he was able to do it, man. And maybe, I don't know. Maybe we should kind of get back to that. Maybe it's a thought. All right, so another week in the college football, another weekend for you to get your tailgate supplies at Breeze Through, all conveniently located at some high traffic areas on your way out to football games. So drop by the Breeze Through uh, when you're going to Carter Finley Stadium, drop by the Breeze Through when you're heading out to Carolina, get your tailgate supplies. They got the beer cave, they got snacks, and most importantly, gas so that you're not freaking out like, did I, did I fill up the tank? Did I fill up the tank? No, you're good. You, you'll be able to get home. That's Breeze Through for you. And... I'm telling you, I had my coffee today. So you get that tumbler, 20 bucks, lifetime refills. There's no better deal than that anywhere. Speaking of the Tar Heels, Minnesota, limited tickets available. You can go to GoHeels.com to buy yours today and look ahead for some other upcoming games. But if you're looking for some deals as well, you can go to SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the official online ticket provider for North Carolina Athletics. So head they out really to, do have a great home schedule. This they year. do. It's a great home schedule. Absolutely great home schedule. And then after you get your tickets, go to the breeze through and then head to the stadium and you will be good to go. And speaking of other tailgates, supplies, I was going to say, are we going to the butcher's market here? The one thing the breeze through <laughs> doesn't have is a meat case. That's right. Okay. Breeze through has a lot of things, <laughs> but they don't have a meat case. Uh, they have it cold enough to be a meat case as we found out in the beer cave. But the meat case you're looking for is at the butcher's market. So head on out to the butcher's market, get your supplies, uh, not just, you know, actual cuts of meat. You want easy, simple, delicious burgers. They've got them. You mentioned the hot dogs. We've mentioned wings. If you want to throw those on the grill, you want to make them yourself. Well, you can cheat by having already pre-made marinated wings ready to go to throw on the grill. That's all at the butcher's market. Next topic, please. Joining us in studio is that Brownlow lady, Young Gun podcast uh, with Dimitri Ravanos. Uh, before we get into some college football, it, it it wasn't that big of a deal on Sunday, right? I mean... They just didn't execute. It's, I it's honestly, classic. I don't know what's wrong with me that I found plenty of positives in a game where they like got first downs in the second half. 
Like I was, I literally wrote like in my own notes, I took like fourth quarter first down. So this is nice to see. This is a nice Some development. Some sustained drives. Mm -hmm. Not too bizdelic away the turnovers because you can't. That was wait, my, yeah. Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, hold on a okay. second. Our radio people told us that you take away those, those runs and we outscored them by 19. So. You can't just bizdelic without the bizdelic sounder. Come on now. I take wish the noise that came out of my mouth when he said that was audible, but it's not. Just take away those turnovers. <laughs> just take it away. It's, it's not, it's not that Bates big of a deal. off the field, and it's fine. All right, so here's here's where I wanted to transition to college football. Uh, as purveyors of fine go ACC, we we typically two weeks into the season are freaking out about, oh yeah. my goodness, the, the the record against non conference opponents, blah 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 blah. But the ACC has a four and one record against SEC opponents through two weeks of the season. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that. That's Big marquee sure. games too, like yeah. Florida State, LSU, Texas A and M, Miami, and Carolina. They, South Carolina is always a stumbling block for them. No matter South Carolina done. could be a trash can, and they would lose to them sometimes. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading this wrong. I do know how the conversation would go if it was inverse. If of course, the ACC was one and four against the SEC in these uh, in these games or would there even be conversation because that's just what's assumed no 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 it would be a the you know <laughs> oh, acc yeah. is not going to get a college football playoff team especially with clemson losing to duke well to that's start the thing off. there isn't any of that discussion even though that did happen well, it so happened like, for, because of florida state i think it happened for the first week i think this past weekend really put the focus on individual situations not the sec but individual situations, which I find interesting. I like that, actually, because it's preferable. Like, not every team in a league is created equally. Boston yeah. College, is, are they even trying? I don't think so. No. I'm, I mean, I mean the administration, not the team. I'm sure they're trying their best. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't belong in the same conversation as a Florida State. They're not in the same league, like, almost, except for literally. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> All right. My guy. What? That's my guy. I know. No, me too. Do you know how dumb I feel? I went hardcore for that guy. I, I love him. I thought he was great. And I'm like, I'm so disappointed. It's been a series of bad luck for Boston College. Injuries. Mm, well. Injury, it's injuries too. They also taken. have a ton of penalties. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're not a smart football team, yeah, which is bad when you're also bad. There. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But you know, you actually, you know what the real problem here is that you guys haven't figured out, or maybe you have. The SEC and Paul Feinbaum, they're the masters at changing, yes. at moving the goalposts. Yes. Right? So, it, well, why is that? But let's take ESPN, ACC basketball, but right? ESPN puts them in that position. Absolutely. But let's take ACC basketball, which always frustrates me. Mm -hmm. Year to year, it changes. Yeah. Well, we're going to judge ACC basketball based on how bad the bad teams are. Mm -hmm. Well, oh my gosh. But Boston, not, you know, right? not but some other leagues. But never about, it's never about, oh, Duke and Carolina are really good. Or there's a, a Virginia's up there. Uh, like five teams ranked, doesn't yeah. matter. So now, like, here's the thing with SEC football. It's like, yeah, but. but yeah, but. I mean, and, and even, even more now, a new classic. Because sometimes you can't play the old hits. So you got to come up with new ones. Oh, Texas. Mm. Y'all don't get to claim them yet? Yeah. Get out oh, of here. They are. Hey, oh, hey oh. we claimed oh. Cal and Stanford from the jump. Come on Dude, now. That's Texas just sad. is joining the SEC. So well, we jokingly just... claimed them. Well, there is Seriously. That. There like, is that. I'm sorry. They went into one of your top dogs building and beat them. No, no, like, they're one of us. Handling. <laughs> they're one you of us. Oh, oh, you. That's some real, that's some desperate talk I would not even expect from SEC fans. Like, y'all just got to hold that L. I'm nope. sorry. Y'all got to hold that L. That's embarrassing mm -mm. for y'all. And it's cool. Like, it happens. Alabama's not going to be a juggernaut every year, but like, that's embarrassing. Any way you slice it.
Are you speaking of one of us? Are you are you enjoying the first couple of weeks of the Matt Rule experience at Nebraska? <laughs> Very much. This is what happens when you hire me. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I, it is actually yes. Thank I you for a, being accurate. I'm a very petty person. No, I never knew that. I about mean, you. I'll own it. I don't care. <laughs> I am very petty, and I enjoy not like bad things happening to human beings, like real bad things that mm. impact their lives. But do I enjoy him losing football games when he shouldn't have been high? Like literally, what did you what did you think would happen? Did you just think all that time in the NFL was did not count? Like his record in close games just didn't count. I think the best part is how it's they're losing in very Matt Rule ways. That's the thing. That's the best so part. Beautiful. That's the, it's beautiful. It really is. It's I can get caught up in the press conferences where he has that deer in the headlights look and he's yammering and he's just talking too much. And shout out to Candace Cooper of Locked On ACC podcast, who said if you want to know when he's not telling you the full details, it's just listen to how fast he's talking. And oh, yeah. the first two weeks of the season, that dude's talking a mile a minute after, especially with the whole who was disrespected, who wasn't. I mean, I was cackling. He was praying. He was praying. Well, but I'm an official, so, you know, everybody's <laughs> included. And, you know, I got Muslim, Muslims. I got Muslim guys, too. It's like, what is he saying? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> and I'm enjoying it because after it, I, maybe this is just a residual from when we called it from the jump with Matt Rule with the Panthers. And the Nebraska fans are like, no, he's going to turn this around. Man, you got Scott Frost out of the paint. Like, what are you going to do with this guy? That's the thing. Like, how long is Baylor going to carry his resume for? Great question. Or Temple, for that matter. Exactly. Like, what he did in the NFL was sure. embarrassing for all involved. All right. Which is the real Tar Heels? Is it more about South, <laughs> is it more about South Carolina and how things got started and they're just not that good? Um, and the real Carolina showed up against... Uh, App State with the penalties that extended drives and the offense not quite having the identity we thought it was going to have? Um, well, uh, if I knew the answer to that, I would... Well, you'd be Mac Brown. I'd be far... Well, I don't think he knows. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't think he knows the answer to that either. Maybe not. Um, yeah, if I knew the answer for that for that for week to week. Like, I really... That's what's so frustrating about them, right? Is because, like, they did answer a lot of questions about them in week one. Like, they took care of business. They didn't mess around and keep it a close game. They got pressure on the quarterback. I know their O-line is terrible. They played Georgia soon. That's terrible. Mm, I, I don't want to... Oh, no. South that's Carolina. Thoughts and prayers. That's like, gonna that's, that's going to be terrible. But... You know, they took care of business. They showed improved defense. They were pretty good offensively, like the, all the things you would expect. But then, you know, they didn't. It wasn't that, that it was close against App. It wasn't even that. It was it, you'd almost rather have the 60 game, 60 point game, I guess, because you don't want to be worried about the offense. Mm -hmm. You just don't. And you should be because whether it's like the way they're using Drake May, the way they're, I don't know. I it's, don't know what a, it is, but it's, it's not a, working. It's a Rorschach test. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, on one hand, you commend Chip Lindsay for not trying to force things. For if, sure. If Omari and Hampton's working for you. And they should have been running the ball more. So I agree with that. But at the same time, why are you running Wildcat? And good on Mac Brown to be like, stop <laughs> doing the Wildcat. Dude, I had that on my bingo card that he call out an OC in post game by. Which he did. <laughs> week, two, week two, I, Mac Brown's already calling that out. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I disagree on this one. In what sense? I'm okay if you're trying to preserve the number one overall pick in the right. draft. I'm okay not having him run. I agree with th that part for the most part. Also because he's not a smart runner, bless right. his heart. That's like what I'm he, like, he loves to dive in helicopters. Oh my god, that was like, play last week. I was like, you're going to die. Yes. You're not only going to not play in the NFL. You're going to die. Like, please stop this. It's terrifying for all of us to see it. We all are worried that you might die.
Right. So, I mean, yeah, there's that. I agree in that. But at the same time, like when you have the quarterback, you have the ball needs to be on in his hands on important plays, yes. period. Yes. And obviously the receiver issue is a problem. Yeah. yeah. And the look, that's the bigger question. That's yes. the bigger question. They did get one back from injury. We saw uh, Noah come in on on Saturday, mm-hmm. but they're Nate not McCollum. Or, yeah. Nate McCollum. Sorry. The kid from Georgia Tech, who was really yeah. good last year for Georgia Tech with no quarterback. So. <laughs> He should be he good should with be Nebraska's quarterback. He should be good. Yes. <laughs> and they don't have Tez Walker, but at this point, as much as Carolina has been outward in their opposition to the way the NCAA has handled the Tez Walker situation, behind the scenes, they've had to have known for a long time that Tez is not going to be available. So you're going to have to adjust for those types of things. And I'll be curious I don't know to see how, how things long, but yeah. No, I mean, I, look, when you and this is, a, this is a credit to Greg Barnes over at Inside Carolina for his reporting on mm-hmm. this story and getting behind-the-scenes details that we can't really get anywhere else. Oh, yeah, he's this great at been, that. This has been a five-month process. Yeah, Greg's yeah. always been amazing at that. It's been a five-month process. Yeah. And if you're, if the appeal the process day, has been turned down multiple times to get to this point, which is how it got to this escalated war of words between the U, between yeah. UNC and the NCAA. I, I think at the end of the day, if you're ever going to be relying on the NCAA to be reasonable— or to apply common sense to any situation, it's yeah. always going to be tenuous. Yeah. I mean, I read about that Mississippi State tied in that his career's over now because mm-hmm. they wouldn't grant him a waiver when TCU's academic advisors told him he was good. Right. He's been enrolled in his new school since, or, well, his old new school his in old, Mississippi yes. State in, since January. Like, wh- what are we actually doing here? I think VCU, a VCU basketball player, also just announced that they had their appeal turned down, had something to do with his ailing father. I think he's eight miles from campus. He was or, on a few more schools, but there's still yeah. factors involved in all of those, I'm sure. Yeah, but. and I guess that's the, I, th- I guess that's the frustration point. You have all these mechanisms in place to appease what the coaches have been wanting which is we don't want a two-time transfer. We don't want the Wild West. We have to put guardrails up. I mean, I'm using Mac Brown's own words here. I need guardrails. He's been talking about that for the better part of two seasons. But unfortunately, the NCAA doesn't do nuance very well. I think we can all agree in this room that Tess Walker should be playing. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is that he enrolled literally before they decided to change this. Yes. To me, that's open and shut. Yes. I don't even understand why we're having a conversation. And, like, I don't. And I, I understand that the NCAA uh, went into not a good look territory in trying to dunk back on Mac Brown and UNC not, by don't use that. bringing up bringing up the Tez Walker mental health angle. And I know you and you and I have had a conversation about this, and it's... It is unfortunate to me, it's gross all around that this particular situation has ballooned into an open topic about where we question Tez Walker. Well, and it's, a, I mean, I literally got a, an at this morning on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, like asking, like, well, if, if we don't see his medical records, we don't know. Oh. And I'm like, what are we like, actually doing here? Plus, you really want to see his records for proof? Like, I'm over it. And according to, according to, just because y'all don't like Carolina doesn't mean that, like, yeah, well, we need to that. see his medical records. Y'all need to touch grass. According to Greg Barnes, <laughs> the NCAA didn't even talk to Tess Walker. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Which, right. That doesn't surprise It's just, again, to me, that taking away all of the minutiae here, taking right. away the details. It really just feels like to me that the NCAA, after being on hiatus for five years, after mm-hmm. being embarrassed yep. from the FBI scandal, no, they, I, that's the thing. They're now choosing these situations, whether it's Carolina, Mississippi State, Iowa, some of these other situations where they're just like, nope, we're putting our foot down. We're finally putting our foot down because yeah. we're an enforcement arm. That's part of our mission is to be an enforcement arm. And, you know, when I remember when I remember specifically when Terry Henderson left West Virginia. Yeah. And he and he said there was a player who had left West Virginia who had recorded a conversation 
with Bob Huggins, who was just berating the player. And the player Bob then, Huggins? No. And then the, the player then went in for their for their appeal process, for their process of getting a waiver, played the recording, the secret recording. And they were like, okay, yeah, you can leave. And then with Terry Henderson, it was like, <laughs> then with Terry Henderson, he's like, well, I didn't record the conversation, so I don't get a waiver. And they were like, like you literally just heard his behavior. Right. Yeah. Like, and they were like, yeah. And so <laughs> I get all of the, the reasons that they tried to make this a uniform rule. But it's just it just feels like to me they're they're putting they're their foot down it for the sake of putting their foot down. I mean, and it's I was like, reading in that ESPN story. They've let people literally join fall camp. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how is that OK? Like, why are we doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. should make a decision before then. The whole the yeah. whole thing, the whole thing is messed up and uh, it's going to continue to be messed up because that's what the NCAA has always done. We'll close. We'll close on this. You said something to me a long, long time ago um, about Uh-oh. NC State quarterbacks and North Carolina point guards. Oh, yeah. There's an expectation. Yes. There's an expectation. Although maybe that's faded a bit for State in the last couple of years, but I don't don't think so. I don't know because we're two games in and people are already ready to say, hey, Brennan Armstrong, I've seen enough, which is I'm cautious about people, you know, because Uh, look, you're right. (laughs) You're right. The State fans I know are that I'm friendly with are not like in full panic mode yet. But But I've seen some reasonable arguments of like, look, I think I've seen what I've needed to see out of Brennan Armstrong, not just at State, but last year, maybe was lightning in a bottle a couple of years ago at Virginia with Robert and I that they're trying to recreate without the same pieces. And you got MJ Morris, which people have been optimistic about. Well, that was what's weird to me. I'm like, y'all were so psyched for him. And all of a sudden you get Brennan and you're like, yay. And I'm like, wait, what? Well, I think the sell on on MJ Morris. He's experienced. I know, Brennan. The the sell on MJ Morris was always about what you thought the expectations for this NC State team were going to be. Mm -hmm. Sure, That's what it always came down to. And if you have the ability to let MJ sit, maybe play some games because you have the four games and the red shirt. Yeah. And you identify what your issues are. Joe, like you've pointed out. You need some freaking wide receivers. This is two years in a row yeah. where NC State's and wide receiver group yeah, is kind of questionable. Problem. And yeah. for people to block. Yeah. Ooh, so do you want to put MJ good. Morris out there in that situation? Or you want to try to make something happen with Brennan Armstrong, who can run? And, and he's already been traumatized by a bad offensive line. Yeah, yeah there is. So there. let's there's, traumatize him He's already him been further. scarred over. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> he's scarred over. But there's, yeah, he's an, just, just, <laughs> but there's an expectation at NC State that, hey, man, we get quarterbacks here. And if this, he's the next thing, so let's go ahead and give him a shot. We saw this all the last year, too. We sure. saw it with Devin Leary yep. a couple years ago as well, where it's like, we got to shoot Devin. Now, they did turn on him quick. I will say that. Well, I mean, the guy got hurt. What are you going to do? <laughs> I know, but like so, they were still ready to just yeah, that's fair. let him walk. And I'm like, okay, see, y'all were all about him. But we see this in you. We see this in Chapel Hill when it comes to point guards. Oh, it's like if, you, if you're not at the level that we're expecting to see, because, yep. hey, we've had Russell Wilson. Hey, we've had Phillip Rivers. Hey, even Jacoby Brissett came in as a grad transfer and was pretty good, and he's in the NFL. My favorite, Ryan Finley. Your guy. Well, you expect that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's the same situation. Do you, know why, do you know why I actually love Brendan Armstrong? Why is that? He is the anti-Ryan Finley. Why, because yes. he talks to you? No, no, he's a great talker, number yeah. one. But he takes chances. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think state he's fans. A, is he a gunslinger? He is. <laughs> yeah. But he's not sneaky athletic. He's, he's just gr- athletic. He's gritty. Well, yes, is what he's he is. Like he's, Leadership, mm-hmm. gritty, yes. Uh, he takes chances, and I think state fans are not used to that. Yeah, like we're totally. Well, no. We are totally. <laughs> Dave Doran's probably not no, used probably to that. It. We he are, probably hates it. We are totally used to Ryan Finley being like, "Ah, eh, you know, I'm just gonna drop this off to Jay Sam. Like, eh, I don't feel like throwing this thing down the field. Let me just drop this off. We're we're good here." So I, I kind of like the fact that Brendan Armstrong takes chances. He's and, fun, and I want to see him not play in you know 
lightning and, and wet That's and, the thing. and all these other I, things. I and, think you saw enough against UConn where essentially he had to carry the team on his and back. And he had to run for his life. Like yeah. no one was blocking for him. So you didn't, you haven't had a quarterback win games for state expressly. I don't it. think. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. And that's uh, to me, that's a good sign and reason for optimism. They're not going to face Notre Dame's defense every week. That has been explained to me as well, because I'm not <laughs> lying on. to you. I left the game Saturday going, uh oh, I don't know if they're going to make a bowl. I've seen Notre Dame make some pretty good offenses look awful. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. They're athletic. <laughs> we got a Monday night game between the Panthers and the Saints. Uh, we're going to have OGP tonight. So that means we're having a Tuesday young gun recording, correct? Well, post game. Yeah. Yeah. That one? Post game. Okay. Okay. You got a TV deal already? What's going on? Yeah, Origin Sports. Could be able to watch Dimitri need, and Lauren. I need Lauren's agent. Yeah, my, know, it might right? be Teresa. She's my agent. I definitely need Teresa to be my agent. <laughs> Smart. I, I, I was technically the agent, but that's neither. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was I like, I'm not going to say funny. anything. It's funny. I couldn't get us on TV, <laughs> but they were like, oh, so what's this mm, podcast what is, about the what is this oh, Lauren Brown, though? Okay. Like that Brown, let's though, do lady. that. I'm like, all right, fine. That's that's cool. Let's, let's put Lauren on there. Uh, so, yeah, really excited about you and Dimitri getting yeah, on Origin Sports. We'll be able to watch that on Roku and various other streaming boxes on one of the fast channels. But, of course, we want you to watch it on the Ovias and Gilio YouTube channel. Yeah, that's how we really want you to watch it. But and you can watch those right now. There, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um, see you next Thursday. Doesn't sure. have quite the same. The same it, does, it doesn't have the same ring to it, right? <laughs> it does. Can't think of why. That's weird. It just it doesn't have the right. The <laughs> it still thing. technically works. It does, but it just doesn't. Thursday. It's at the same. I'm not going to say what but, I was just reading out loud. <laughs> Go ahead. We, we, we don't have FCC rules here. We can. You can it's say. like cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it would still work. It's fine. Well, there you always abbreviate Thursday TH, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see you next Thursday. Okay, sounds good. Big thanks to that Brownlow lady for hanging out with us here in studio. Um, I think she likes to point out, this is where Lauren and I are very simpatico. We love to point out fine bombs, inconsistencies as though it's like, it's like the ladies and gentlemen, we got him. No, you're, you're never going to get fine bomb ever, <laughs> ever. He always wins, man, but I'm going to still fight that fight. Uh, you know where you can win selling your home or buying a home with hometown realty yeah, check them out online an, using an actual real estate company what a concept don't buy don't fall for some billboard don't go for some guaranteed offer get the most bang for your buck go to hometown realty check out barry woodard's crew it's myhtr.com more than 250 agents six locations just go to myhtr.com there's a toggle right there in the middle of the screen buy sell <laughs> can't be any easier than that all right and thanks to whitaker and hammer wh.lawyer is the website I don't like it when you don't transition the right way. How am I supposed to transition? And of course, when you're going to close on that home, you need someone to help you. Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer. They're all over the G's. Mm -hmm. They got this thing. All of your law needs, whether you are closing on a house, selling a business, or any kind of family law issues, go to the world's greatest URL, wh.lawyer. Why do some mixtape? I am super excited for this mixtape. Uh, yes. I am too. I'm very excited about this. Uh, let's bring on Alex, our mixtape contestant. I see Al- Alex is uh, the athletics director at Research Triangle High School. It's a charter school. Are you skipping out on a class right now to do this, Alex? 
they're taking a quiz. Oh, okay. So someone's covering for him for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to go back and talk about Thomas Jefferson here in a couple of minutes. Now, here's the part that I'm a little confused by. See, you're rocking the polo. Nice to see that. You're getting the, pu- the plug. But I was fully expecting you to wear a, a, a Biff cutoff UNC Charlotte uh, shirt like, like the dude wears. I thought about it. Yeah. Bad company. Yeah, man. What's going on? It's been it's an exciting it's an exciting start of the year. This is as pumped as I've been for Niner football probably since uh, <laughs> first year of the Healy uh, era. It's been it's right. been exciting. There's a lot of buzz around the program. Hopefully they'll uh, keep it going. They're playing Carolina next year uh, and the year after that. So you know, looking forward to the discourse like with Athlete. Like but is that but is but here's the thing: if they're playing Charlotte, is that worth it to UNC? Is like what's the point? I mean, yeah, <laughs> point I mean UNC. Yeah, you know, maybe we can maybe we can uh, you know, cause them some problems and yeah, make, some, make some discourse. Yeah. If look, man, no offense to your your Niners, but if they're beating the Tar Heels, there's some bigger issues going on in Chapel Hill. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, the wife, my, my, the wife, the Carolina grab would not be happy. Uh, <laughs> that would not occur. <laughs> yeah. What? No, oh, come on. You would you you and Jess would totally have a bet for that, right? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Okay. We almost played during the COVID year and it got canceled. I, yeah, I remember that. And we talked. So, we talked to Healy after that. Yeah, we've we've just you know we both got our matches at Auburn, so we kind of unite around that. Got one. it. That's, our, got that's it. our common ground. All right, so here's how the mixtape works these days. We have Stacy from Graphics House. Uh, she made a sign for us. We're very excited about this. Uh, you might catch her at uh, Shady's in Garner one of these days watching football. Uh, she has an amazing Southern accent, and she's reading lyrics from popular songs. And you just have to identify the name of the song. We don't have the rights to play the song. So we have Stacy reading these lyrics. I hope your 90s R&B is on point. What do you think? Well, I feel I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I've been on a game show before. And I know that it's different when you're actually like in the seat and have to answer the question. What game show? Millionaire. Who wants to be a millionaire? When was this? 15 years ago. How'd you do? Uh, Well, I'm still teaching. Well, I mean, you could still be teaching as a millionaire. I walked with eight thousand dollars. What'd you do with the money? Oh gosh, I mean, at that point, I was fresh out of college. as as a As a beginning teacher, I pretty much just lived off of it. There wasn't a whole lot to. to That's do. Awesome. I got I got tripped up on a Golden Girls question. So <laughs> oh uh, no, man! Well, I want you to think about the Golden Girls while you hear this song. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right, so there's a '90s jam. If you don't get it, we have a prize wheel, as Jillio has. And um, you know what? At the end of the day, I'll still send you some koozies. How's that sound? Right. Sounds great. All right, here we go. Sitting here flossing, peeping your stilo. Just once, if I have the chance, the things I would do to you, you and your body, every single portion, send chills up and down your spine, juices flowing. Down your thigh. <laughs> yes, got it. That is Pony by Genuine. Barrel. Let's go. Barrel. 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 Give me a second. Barrel. I also need a little <laughs> thing there. Ride it. My see i was confident i had i had belief in you to get this one man yeah it took, at, uh, that one took me a second it took until like the last line or two but i finally it, 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 uh it clicked in brian Lowe, who's still in the studio absolutely started nodding her head like yep no i know that one i absolutely know that one the <laughs> best part of that was the behind the scenes which we may have to release eventually which was Stacy going what does stilo mean <laughs> Yeah, there's some there's some lyrics in that song. Could, uh, 
<laughs> All right, so you won. Let's let's spin the wheel. Can you see? No, it, he has a I can see it. Yeah. No, 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 no. We get the we, we got all kinds. No, of- but Lauren, can you hear me though? Because he, you get a tumbler when you win, sir. I just want to. I just sir. Wanna, but shout out to State Farm. You get one. I know of these, it's on the wheel, and we'll put it's we'll, on the wheel. We'll put a holographic sticker on this bad boy too. Oh, so, all right. Let's see what he gets. Okay, let's see what's on the wheel. You ready? Yep. Let's do it. Yeah. It's a hearty spin. That sounds good. That sounds good. Butcher. Butcher's Market, $25 gift card to the Butcher's Market. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, what else? Is there NNO swag too? No, NNO pictures. We have NNO prints from our friends at the News and Observer. Huh? Do, do you want a Drake May picture? What? What is? What are all these choices? I mean, Wheel is uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that for Jeff. <laughs> okay. Sure. I, was say, I, I figured you can put that somewhere. All right, Alex. Congratulations, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. It is the middle of college football season. Everybody's hype. Do you have the fire fit for the tailgate? Do you have the fire fit while you're hanging out at the house with your friends watching football? If you don't, well, you clearly haven't gone to Homefield Apparel. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code OG23 to get 15% off your order. Behind Joe, if you're watching on YouTube, you see that pack power with the slobber and wolf. You see that script Tar Heels, which is just delicious. And when you use OG23 to get 15% off your order, Homefield's going to send you more coupons. Got nothing to lose. We need to figure that out. That brilliant, <laughs> brilliant strategy, man. Oh, well, when somebody decides to advertise with Just us. keep coming back, man. You send them coupons. Give them something. Hey, maybe. Entice them. Maybe. We're not that smart. No, no, we're not. Matt Davis is smart, though. Genius. You've got uh, insurance needs. Matt Davis is here for you. Insuregarner.com. The OGinsurance.com. Or you can just call them directly, 919-779-8277. An actual person to talk insurance. I've been a State Farm uh, customer for two decades now, and it holds true. All the State Farm offices are absolutely great. Matt Davis can take care of you. Yeah, Matt's over there in Aversboro in Garner. Go check him out. Um, you got, obviously, home, auto, life, all, the, all your normal pet, all your insurance needs, right? Financial services, too. Telling you. You need some help. <laughs> like you and me <laughs> you need someone yeah. to figure some things out for you and Tell your business matt can help you with that as well and yes has an unbelievably intuitive billboard hey what what happens when you actually want to talk to somebody <laughs> and not just go online and answer questions well well give him a call 919-779-8277 matt davis insurance and financial services let's get out of here with some hey joe questions brought to you by oakwood pizza box check them out online at oakwoodpizzabox.com it is a thursday so guess what it's pizza night it's pizza night we'll have og pizza night on monday very very much looking forward to that we're gonna get into some youtube comments in a second but let's go to twitter hey joe from josh feels like the price of your hulu with live tv disney bundle goes up about every 18 months <laughs> actually it's less than that I say. look at a cut and then i see what the cost of streaming would be for what i watch and go well that's about what cable is yes uh, things have kind of gotten to the point with cable where um it's getting as expensive but here's the key difference and we'll talk more about this in a conversation i had with ben thompson uh, in a podcast i'm going to release tomorrow where as a consumer if you don't care about sports, this is great because you can go skinny bundle. You can you can find the things that you want to give you live television if you're concerned with news, whatever, whatever. If you don't care about live TV, it's even better because you're just going for Netflix, you're going for Max, you're going for that kind of stuff, right? 
So the sports consumer is the one that ultimately is going to pay because there's so much money that broadcast networks, ESPN and Disney, are doling out to these leagues. They have to make the money back. And with the cable money drying up, or at least the subsidized nature of the cable money drying up, it means that they got to keep jacking up the prices to keep things even keel, right? So that's where we are with this whole thing. And again, the future of sports is just going to look more and more expensive. All right, let's go to the YouTube comments. This is from a Law of the Wolf episode that you released yesterday, Joe, or overnight. And uh, this is from 98A Reese. Love the show. I would love to see Rosner, Collins, Vereen rotate outside with Lassane and Concepcion in the slot, having three guys, six, four plus blocking corners, letting Casey and Lassane run underneath looks very appealing to me. I assumed Anai would try to play the guys to the guy's strength, but I haven't seen that at all this year. He goes on to talk about fades, X, Y, Z. So I think it gets back to the conversation we were having, Joe, in that, Let's see where they get things kind of settled against VMI, which is a good opponent to do that against. Oh, no, I, I got no problem with what he's saying here. It's just, I think you're right. I think you're, you're, it was asking too much to have a new quarterback, a new system. And these parts that quite frankly, we all had questions about going mm-hmm. into the season. Then you add Rosner late and Rosner has been steady. Like he's, he's big. He can catch the ball. He can go up and get the ball. He's sneaky athletic because all white people are sneaky athletic. They're not allowed to be just athletic. Um, so, but he came in late, so he didn't even have the spring to go through all of this stuff. It's just, I feel like there's a whole lot of feeling out going on and trying to figure it out. And obviously, I'm not sure NC State's got a ton of time to do that. Obviously, these next two weeks are that opportunity. VMI, a one double A opponent, and then Virginia might as well be a one double A opponent at this point. You said white people? Yes. Well, I guess we could put the count up to six from Taylor. Jillio, white person tracker at five. Where? Apparently, I guess there's a thing where you point out white people, white person. Oh, oh, oh. This was from yesterday's show when we were talking about UNC, the NCAA. And it's like, you know, older white people. Got you. Got you. <laughs> Apparently, we have a white person tracker. Oh, okay. <laughs> from Taylor here. <laughs> <laughs> from Corey on YouTube, only a shoebox of cables. This was in reference to the lightning mm. cables getting retired for USBC. I who's I have big feet. I have big shoeboxes. Mm-hmm. I look. I have more than a shoebox of cables. Uh, I have, especially since you actually save them. I don't save any, dude. I save all the cables. I know. Man. I think I, I joked about this earlier. You need an old firewire yeah, cable. Please bring something in for this. For I, me, I actually, I actually, hold on a second. That's a what a, a mini USB. I think so. Oh, I don't even know. Why do you ask me? Show me. Show that it's, to me. You have to open that part right there. Yeah. So this is, oh man, what is, what is this? And besides, I got to bring in the fruit smash uh, thing. I keep forgetting to do that. Text me so I don't forget. Much like I got to text you to remember to stay on time for things. Yeah. Please text me on, uh, oh yeah, I got this cord. Let's give it some juice, man. See, I have, see, it's in my bag. <laughs> Let's give it some I juice. I have all the dongles. You, you, you need a dongle. I got dongles on dongles for you, man. Here you go. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, this one should work. See? Here. A po- Polaroid makes speakers? What is this? It's a light, too. What in the world do you have? Have you never here? seen this at the old shop? No, I remember it. I just never, oh, I see. I just, we never used it because well, you. I had a stereo system that I brought in. Look at that. That was for golf. That's schnazzy. That's very schnazzy. Uh, also, some other uh, things as related to our UNC NCAA uh, conversation. 
uh, from Curtis. It's time for a university to step up and give the NCAA the middle finger. UNC, just go ahead and let Tez Walker play lawyer up. We've been arguing this, man. We talked to Bob Orr a couple of weeks ago about this, and there's just not an appetite to do so because I know Luke DeCock of the News and Observer likes to point this out. When you go after the NCAA, you're technically going after yourself in these situations. Uh, and, of course, you got the NC State fans. Wolfpacker on the YouTube comments. Braxton Beverly says, Haha, Tez, welcome to the club. Now, Braxton Beverly was in a similar, similar situation for NC State basketball, but what, what did NC State do in that situation, Joe? They got the lawyers. Yeah. And they, I think also common sense. Yeah, I think common. But here's the thing. I thought you were going to talk about the guy who said the segment was too long. I literally began the show by saying, let's have a conversation. Was it a complaint? I don't know. (laughs) Do you know? Can you stop fiddling with that? I will. Do you know what the whole point of us having our own thing is? Yeah. If we would like to have a conversation and not shoehorn something into a six-minute segment, guess what we could do? We can. So... Wait, Houston, do, New York, well, Houston, North Carolina. What's today's we were just I, I literally prefaced it by saying, let's have a conversation because I don't think it's a two-minute hit it's not. on what's going on between Carolina and the NCAA. Let me hold on a second. Let me double-check something. Okay. Because it's the 14th. Yes. So let me log in. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe StreamYard is, is taking all the, the podcast juice out. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I just want to come on. Why is why is this not working? Am I going to have to go to the app here real quick? It's very strange that this doesn't seem to be working. Uh, anyway, I feel like this is a this is an opportunity to talk about the differences between the podcast format and the um, and the radio format. Sure. And but I, if I hadn't just said like, "Hey, we're going," like I even closed the computer. Maybe did. he wasn't watching on the YouTube, so yeah, which is fine. fine. It happens. Fine. People people mostly consume us through the podcast. So, yeah, I was just I was genuinely interested in some of the different points, and quite frankly, I haven't been following all of the minutia of it either. So I was needing that overview from yeah. you. So instead of skipping around and acting like everyone knew what we were talking about, we expanded on some points and, and tried to talk through them. So, okay, we can't talk about this then. I just wanted to make sure it was there. Okay. Here's the thing. So radio, unfortunately, is limited in the constraints by segments, okay? Right. So we used to do a three-hour radio show. Gold and I used to do a four-hour four hour radio bonkers. show, okay? But you repeat yourself. Yeah. If you paid attention to the show, you might notice that what we talked about at three o'clock, we talked about again at five o'clock. But I'm not counting on you as a listener to the radio. No, show nobody does to be listening to the entirety of the show. Right. It's three hours, but with the commercial loads and everything else, do you know how much we actually talked during an hour? Can you guess? I should. Yeah, it's probably if well for our show, probably there was what three five minute breaks, so yes. forty five minutes. Yeah. That was closer to 40 when you account for the live reads and things like that and promos and the billboard reads and Mm -hmm. all the other ways that you have to pay the bills. I mean, I'm not knocking it because, hi, we also do commercial (laughs) breaks. But what we're giving you in about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, sometimes an hour and 30 minutes, is the entirety of what we did on the radio over the course of three hours with commercial breaks and everything else and repeating ourselves because we knew the audience wasn't around. Do you know how much, how many people are listening at any given time and for how long? If we could get you for five minutes, it was considered a win. Mm-hmm. Do you know what we get with podcasts? That's much greater in terms of the statistics. Not five minutes. <laughs> Time spent listening. You are listening to the podcast 
a hell of a lot more in terms of what we are saying rather than the quick hits, the quick bites that you get. I mean, again, this is not a knock. It's simply a difference in the format where you had to be faster. This is something that I've had to unlearn since we've transitioned mm-hmm. to podcast full-time, yeah. where I'm very much like, let's freaking go. Now, some of those things still apply, I think, in the context of, I want to get to the point. One of my biggest beasts with podcasts is it takes five minutes for people to get through all the things that they're talking about to finally get into a show topic. You know what people are doing at that point? Skip 30, skip 30, skip 30, skip 30, skip 30. When they finally get to, or they look at the timestamps and go, oh, you finally started talking about the topic 10 minutes in? Cool. I'm going to go ahead and do that. So every minute spent listening to this is one minute less spent listening to something else, which is why radio is important in in the sense of getting to the point as quickly as possible. However, the commercial breaks break that up. Once the commercial break hits, people leave and you're lucky if they come back or they get out of their car, they're lucky to come back. The podcast format allows for longer listening and the ability to, hey, I got to take a break. I got to get out of my car. I got to pump gas at the brace. How smart is your phone? (laughs) The phone's pretty smart. So when you get back in your car or wherever it was, you can continue where we were, which you could never do, (laughs) which you could never do on radio. So anyway, long story short, there are some inherent differences between the formats. I'm not saying one format's better than the other. I'm simply saying that there are some advantages to the podcast format that we're trying to take advantage of, and that is conversations that can breathe. Uh, Also, some comments from YouTube. If you want more ammo for how stupid the QB win stat is, Aaron Rodgers officially surpassed Dan Marino (laughs) in career wins Monday night, despite only playing four snaps, and he was credited as the starter. Also, I believe this is from uh, our old friend Brian Bliss. Uh, Dunderbox, P Street Market, another reference. The seven even, the four hundred one on Fox Road. Um, that's that that four hundred one on Fox Road okay. is the is the is the gas station I was talking about. Our friend Marco, the Mister Dunderbox conversation. He sent me an old screen grab of the Dunderbox at the mall. Oh, man. It makes you feel good, man. It makes you feel good. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for today's edition. Thanks for listening this week. Be sure to you're going to get an OG overtime this week. Focus on where sports is going with television and everything else. So check that out, and we'll see you on Monday with some more premature evaluations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.